The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? And where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang. Join me at Bloomberg Tech in San Francisco, May 9th, to answer many of the industry's burning questions. Alongside SNAP's Evan Spiegel, Xbox President Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com slash TechSF. We're joined now by Lindsay Piegza, Chief Economist at Stiefel, to uh, recap what we saw on Friday with the U.S. jobs reports. And, uh, Lindsay, that's those numbers coming in somewhat stronger than anticipated. Uh, wages pressure now growing at the fastest pace since January. What's this mean for the Fed in terms of its inflation fight? Well, I think the latest round of data that we saw, not only with the non-farm payroll report, but the stronger uh, upward revision to third quarter GDP reinforces the Fed's assessment of a relatively solid economy, a somewhat stable consumer, but most importantly, a tight labor market as really an indication that the economy then can withstand more aggressive policy action all in the name of taping inflation, which at this point still remains well above the Fed's longer run target range. Yeah, but we're seeing cracks emerge in other parts of the economy. I don't need to tell you, Lindsay. I mean, if you look at housing, if you look at some of the sentiment indicators, PMIs, even consumer confidence, right? Things are beginning to get a little complicated here, and it seems like there's a higher probability now of a policy error. Well, I think it's going to be a a difficult argument to make that the Fed should begin to slow the pace of rate hikes or remove some of this hyper focus on reining in inflation, given a softening of the economy, because arguably that simply means that the earlier rate increases are having the intended effect. Remember, the Fed is trying to destroy demand. The Fed is trying to slow the economy. So I I don't think that this is going to be evidence that the Fed is on the wrong pathway, but in fact, evidence that the Fed is on the right pathway to be able to tackle inflation and get us back to a more lasting position of price stability. Well, trying to sit on demand, does that mean a recession is inevitable? We've heard from Bank of America CEO Brian Moynan uh, saying he sees a mild recession in 2023. What are you looking for? Well, I I do think that we see a return to negative growth uh, in 2023. But whether or not we fall into a technical recession, of course, we had this discussion earlier in 2022. It's somewhat of an academic discussion, and I would argue largely inconsequential for the average American or average small business struggling under the weight of rapidly rising prices. Whether we call it a downturn, a recession, or as Alan Greenspan once said, a cumulative unwinding of economic activity, hardship is hardship. The economy is slowing. Prices are still elevated. Yes, I think the word uh, Powell used was pain a while back. Everyone is going to feel some of it. It's relative, some more than others, right? But in terms of what we are focusing on in markets, let's assume for the moment that the market is right and we get a 50 basis point hike later this month. 
Are you potentially looking at a higher terminal rate, which is to say where the Fed takes us, the destination point? Oh, absolutely. The Fed has consistently revised higher its forecast by 100 basis points at each summary of economic projections, meaning the quarterly update of where the Fed anticipates policy to go. And in the final SEP released at the December meeting, I do expect a meaningful upward revision to where the Fed expects policy will need to go to be sufficiently restrictive to restrain inflation, which has consistently surprised to the upside well above what the Fed forecasted earlier in terms of end of the year price pressures, and even further above, of course, that 2% uh, utopic target range. And so I do think that policymakers are trying to appeal to the market and slow the pace of rate increases by allowing somewhat of a backwards look assessment of earlier policy initiatives. But they're also communicating to the marketplace that inflation, tackling inflation, is going to be a longer and more difficult pathway than they had anticipated, with, of course, some Fed officials coming out and saying the ideal target range is going to be somewhere between 5 and 7 percent. Yeah, something with a five-handle does seem to be the consensus at the moment. Uh, we, we're going to get a little bit more data this week, of course, with the jobless claims numbers. What are you expecting to hear? Well, the jobless claims numbers certainly are part of the labor market equation. And while we have seemed to have arrested that steep downward trend, we are seeing more volatility in a tight range. I don't think that's going to be much of a a market moving indicator. Uh, We do, however, have on Friday the PPI, which is going to be, I, I think, the key report that the Fed will look at, that last piece of data before their rate decision. And if inflation continues to remain elevated, Again, this is another feather in the Fed's cap that they do need to remain hyper-focused on reining in inflation, slaying that inflation dragon, regardless of the emerging signs of pain or weakness Mm -hmm. in the broader economy. All right. Uh, Lindsay Piegza, Chief Economist at Stiefel, thanks so much for joining us on Bloomberg Daybreak Asia with your insights. From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? And where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang. Join me at Bloomberg Tech in San Francisco, May 9th, to answer many of the industry's burning questions. Alongside SNAP's Evan Spiegel, Xbox president Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com slash TechSF.